0: Are you ready to uncover your retirement solution? Learn more as Jeremy Kyle and his guests guide you along the path of retirement and reveal the five steps you need to take to solve your retirement puzzle. Now, on to the show. Hello
1: and welcome to Retirement Revealed with Jeremy Kyle. Today we're talking about motorcycles. I'm really excited. I love motorcycles. Jeremy, how are you? Doing well, thanks. (laughs) And I know we're not exactly talking about motorcycles, but it's in the ballpark, right? Yeah, people that make motorcycles. Fantastic! I the good ones, like people huh? that make motorcycles. Yeah, absolutely. Harley Davidson, uh, mm-hmm. which is a, it was a fantastic brand. There's a huge history there. Um, oh yeah, the early 1900s. I mean, I think
2: he started out making yeah. bicycles, if I'm not mistaken. Go back but, to the beginning. Yeah, you got to yeah. come out here to Milwaukee and uh, check out the Harley Davidson Museum. Oh, that'd be fantastic. I would, I would love. You'd that. learn the whole history. Yeah, that would be great. So, why are we talking about Harley today? Well, it's, uh, Harley a great brand, great place, uh, in Milwaukee, been around Milwaukee for, for years, but it's just been a little interesting here. 2019, 2020, uh, and that, uh, seems like there's a, a little bit of turmoil, not trying to make a commentary on it or not, but, uh, we've just seen a little bit of a turmoil, which has caused a lot of people to uh, leave Harley for different reasons, mm-hmm. uh, maybe you're close to retirement and you, you retire, or there's been some different severance packages in the last, uh, last few years here that's uh, been offered. Mm-hmm. So interesting enough, uh, since 2019, uh, people that used to work at Harley have been our number one source of new clients, hmm. more new people have been coming to us, uh, for help on the retirement and the severances packages, uh, from Harley than from any other company in Milwaukee. And just with that, we've noticed a few things and we wanted to get it out there to people that work at Harley. Or maybe if you're in a similar position at a different company, let's, uh, figure out what are the things you need to be looking at when you're ready to retire from a great company like this, or maybe you've offered a, been offered a severance plan. What do you have to figure out when these things happen?
1: Yeah, and, and companies go through all sorts of different issues, whether it's restructuring or streamlining, whatever you want to call it. Um, and there may be people that are just either put out of work, like you said, they're offered packages for early retirement or severance packages, things like that. Um, I don't know, and I'm not going to try to guess at what's going on with Harley. I mean, that, that's their their own business, and th- the employees are the ones who are affected in any company that makes changes. So mm-hmm. I'm glad that you're there. I'm glad that you're bringing this subject up, and I'm, I'm hoping that this goes far and wide for anybody that is in this type of situation They can take advantage of it. I know we've talked a lot about this, uh, some of these points with our last podcast as well, and so mm-hmm. some of this will be a reminder, but a lot of this
2: is going to be very, very poignant to Harley-Davidson folks themselves. So where do we start today? Yeah, exactly. Well, the first thing is just understanding what is it you need to decide when you uh, leave a place like Harley, whether it's retirement or through a severance. And there's uh, five places that we've seen uh, make the most sense when you're looking at, at Harley. The first one is the pension. It's a thought on, do you take the monthly amount or do you take a lump sum? And when do you start it? Uh, just cause you leave a company doesn't mean you have to start the pension immediately. Mm-hmm. Then you've got health insurance. Are you gonna take on uh Cobra, which is a way to continue on with what you had? or do you need to find something else? Then there's these stock plans. You might have been uh, participating in a way to buy stock through your payroll, or you might have been part of uh, stock options if you're maybe one of the executives, or even inside of your 401k, a lot of times there's stock inside of your 401k. And speaking of your 401k, do you keep it there? Or do you do a rollover? What's the Mm -hmm. big deal uh, on those? And that's a a big decision a lot of people need to look at. And then the last one is uh, social security. Right? Social Security in a way has nothing to do with Harley or whatever company you're, you're working with, but you need to figure out how to start that, when to start it, and base those decisions in the overall plan. None of this is in a vacuum. Your pension, health insurance, stock plans, your 401k, Social Security, none of that's in a vacuum. It's an idea that you take all these pieces of your puzzle, put it in together in a way that makes your, your future, makes your puzzle brighter uh, for your retirement.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and and you've spoken about Social Security specifically on previous podcasts, mm-hmm. and there are some major, major things with delaying Social Security. If you can delay, you actually make more money every year, and so I think mm-hmm. that's that's something that people need to understand and pay attention to. If you can put it off, and it's not even just by year; it's every month the the amount goes up that you'll receive from Social Security if you can delay that. So, uh, yeah. go back and find that
2: podcast. I'm not sure what number it is, but it's definitely something. Yeah, we'll that, put in the show notes. We'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So. But- and right on there with Social Security, you can delay and uh, get a higher benefit. With your pension, that's usually the case, too. Uh, oh. I was just looking at someone here uh, with their, their Harley pensions, and uh, oddly enough, the the lady that's retiring still works there. Uh, she's going to hit retirement uh, from, from Harley-Davidson, and her pension maxes out at the age of 62. That's just her personally. Uh, meanwhile, her husband, who hasn't worked there for years but still gets a pension, his keeps on going. His max is out. I think at sixty five. So oh. it's just really odd. There's just different rules that are out there, and look, they they worked at the same company. Uh, I think they're both in the corporate area. So it's not as if one was a, a production worker, one was an executive. Uh, but there's just different plans. It just all depends on when you signed up for it, uh, how mm-hmm. long you worked there. Uh, at, pensions even within companies change all the time. We see that doesn't matter where you're at. We Energies, Harley Davidson, General Electric, the government. The government pension changed, right? There's a types of things you got to go figure out your pension specifically how it relates to you and when we go and do this all the time we're getting all that pension information putting it into a spreadsheet so we can see uh, what's changing here does your monthly amount change and when does that max out does your lump sum change and when does that max out and then how do we compare those two those are big things you ought to be looking at absolutely yeah make it a little bit easier for you we actually created a, a checklist so if you're working at Harley-Davidson, if you're leaving Harley-Davidson because of severance or retirement, uh, go to harleyretirement.com. We've got a section on our website at harleyretirement.com, and we create a checklist so you can go through and see, uh, these are the things I need to take a look at, whether I had a severance, whether I'm retiring, so you don't miss any of these steps. Mm.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. you created a website, harleyretirement.com.
2: Correct, yep. That's fantastic. You got it. I love that. <laughs> yeah, why not? I kind of like buying... Uh, uh you know you think of a good idea like that yeah. you, you go out to you just buy the website. Right? That's yeah that's and fantastic. It's, it's fun to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when you're going through and you're figuring out whether it's a severance or retirement, there's some pitfalls that could be there. We want to help you avoid some some pitfalls. Uh one of them is that when you get a severance, that could drastically change your tax situation for the year. Mm. Same thing I suppose with retirement. or right, if you retire uh, at the end of the year, and they pay out all your sick leave and vacation, all that kind of stuff. You might have a higher uh, income year in that year that you retired than the year before when you were working and the year after when you're not working. Mm. And with a severance, depending on how much they, they might pay out uh, a couple months, a couple of years, uh, just all depends on your position and how long you've been there when they give you a severance, especially at the end of the year, you might have the biggest taxable year of your life. Yeah. So that's step one is that's a pitfall. Uh, don't wait till April when your taxes are due and find this out. Uh, you can do some things ahead of time. Uh, if you're getting that severance or you're hitting retirement, uh, figure out, is this going to be a taxable income year that's higher or lower than normal? If it's higher than normal, we want to find some ways to decrease that taxable income and there's different ways to do that, uh, uh, that we can help you figure out. But if it's also, what if, uh, maybe you leave in the early part of the year? And what if this is a year that you have a lower tax situation, you might have an opportunity to pay taxes on purpose. We've talked about in the the past, that when you have a lower tax year, you might wanna pay taxes on purpose to help avoid those taxes later on. So step one, that potential pitfall is your severance, your retirement's probably gonna change your taxes for this year. So figure out how is it gonna do that? Is it gonna make your taxable income higher? In which case you might be looking for deductions. Or is it going to make your taxable income lower for the year? In which case you might have this opportunity to pay taxes at a lower, lower rate.
1: hmm. That'd be great. <laughs> Everybody likes that. <laughs> yeah.
2: Mm hmm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, step two or the, the second pitfall that might be out there is understanding that your pension could be calculated and paid out in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, what happened to your husband for his pension? What happened to your co-worker first pension could be completely different uh, you've got to figure this out on your own not too terribly hard actually to do uh, at least for us because we've been doing it all the time for years mm-hmm. uh, but go ahead when you leave Harley when you leave any uh, place you're working at and you've got a pension make sure you run all the possible different scenarios so you can go through and um, a lot of these places have these self-service uh, where you go in and you can. I uh, say, well, what if I retire this month? What if I retire that month? Right? Go in and change it based on your retirement date. You know, If you're preparing for your own retirement and you're trying to decide do I retire at 58, at 60, 62, when you change that retirement date in there, it'll show you how your pension's affected. And that might help you make a good decision uh, when you actually choose to retire. Mm-hmm. But it's not even just about your retirement date. It's also at the age that you choose to take your pension. A lot of people feel like, I retire today, I take my pension tomorrow. Not true at all. You do not have to take your pension the day you leave a company. Even if you're retirement age, you don't have to do that. So you can go through, even if you know your specific retirement date, and plug in, well, what if I take it at the age of 58? At 59? At 60? Just keep on going. It doesn't take you too long. Then you've got some data, and you can plug that into a spreadsheet and start seeing, you know, how does my lump sum amount grow? How does Mm -hmm. my monthly amount grow? And you can figure out then, when does that pension max out? Well, if it maxes out at a certain age, that just might tell you which age to take it. Uh, or it tells you these uh, these rates. I've been seeing uh, lump sums growing at 4 or 5%. You know, it's pretty tough to find 4 or to 5% uh, guaranteed growth. Yeah. If you're somebody that wants the cash, wants to take a lump sum from the pension, it's hard to turn down to say, well, give me the cash, but give it to me next year after it's already grown the 4% mm-hmm. or 5% whatever it is until you've done the math until you've plugged it in. Uh, you don't know what you're dealing with and you could be missing out on tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's a huge amount over your lifetime that you could be uh, missing out on because you haven't uh, gone through and looked at the options or even compared them. So you got to yeah. do that. That's a pitfall. That's a, that's a warning sign. You got to figure out your pension options, put them together and just see, see what the math's telling you.
1: Yeah. Just so you can make that educated decision. Absolutely.
2: Yep, that's exactly it. And then speaking of pension, that's the, the last pitfall, number three. Remember, you got to complete your pension start forms before you want the pension to start. And in this case, with Harley, it's with Willis Towers Watson. That's the uh, uh, actuarial firm that figures this out uh, okay. for you. But a lot of people, when they hit retirement, they you know tell their boss they're retiring, they fill out some forms in HR, and then they're waiting to get their pension check. But it didn't happen automatically. You actually have to go in a separate process and complete those Uh, pension starting forms so if you're retiring in june and you're expecting a pension check in july and you don't get it it's probably because you didn't quite fill out those forms right so it's a a separate part of the process you got to make sure you go out and and do that we just see that uh, all the time uh, where it's kind of in our our psyche just in americans um, you know minds that i retire today i take my pension tomorrow which pitfall number two might be the bad way to go Mm -hmm. Uh, but also pitfall number three you might be expecting your pension and not getting it because you didn't go in and take out those, um, those pension forms and actually start at the day that you, you really wanted it to. So you yeah, got to fill yeah. out some forms. A little bit of work, but they're paying you. It'll be worth it. <laughs> definitely yeah. going to be worth it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's talk about some fun stuff. All right. Successful secrets of a Harley retirement or severance. You know, How do we make this a success? You know, mm-hmm. Whatever transition you're going through, whether it's a severance and maybe you're looking for another job or it's retirement, we want to make this a success for you right? So here's a few things that we've seen, uh, three of them that we've seen uh, that can help make things a little bit better uh, for you as you're heading into it. One of them has to do with uh, if someone happens to be in management. So if you're in management at Harley-Davidson, you might have this uh, deferred compensation plan. What's interesting about that, most people, whenever you get deferred compensation, you're really almost thinking more about, I'm taking money out of my income today to save on taxes today. But at some point in time, you're going to get that back uh, in the future. And depending on how you sign up for it, the different rules that are out there, uh, you might get paid out a lot of money right away. And that could be a huge tax situation. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or you might be able to get it paid out over like a five-year type of plan. So what's interesting about that is what if um, you're working, you get a severance, and then all of a sudden your deferred comp pays out? That could be like a doubly high tax year. You have all these Thanks. different things that are they're hitting you yeah. all at once. So you need to project out the taxes for the year uh, when you're gonna get this uh, deferred compensation. Other times, especially if you're hitting retirement, it's not like a severance situation. But if you're hitting retirement, uh, it's probably gonna pay out over maybe like a five-year option. Well, let's just think through what's happened in the last five years. The market dropped by quite a bit at the end of 2018. The market dropped by quite a bit in the spring of 2020. If you're retiring soon and you're planning on living on uh, this deferred comp it's paying out to you over the next five years do you want to rely on the market for money that's going to be paying out to you and living on the next Mm -hmm. one year two year three year five years so in anything we always want you to match the risk of your account with when you're going to use it but especially uh, for here this is money that came out of your paycheck you might be relying on it might be paying out to you over the next five years if that's the case look into the investments, you might want to get more conservative because if it's going to pay out to you and you're going to be using it, uh, you might not want to rely on the stock market too much. So the two things there in this way to make your uh, retirement, your severance even more successful is if you're part of that Harley-Davidson management deferred comp plan, uh, figure out when is it going to pay out to you and figure out the tax part of it. And then also figure out, do I need to change my investments around to make things a little bit more uh, conservative? Just an interesting uh, story for you is that we met somebody who uh, had left Harley in the fall. And just the way it worked out is their deferred comp was going to pay out six months later. And we said, well, you know, um, six months is a pretty short time frame. And right now, you're a little bit weighted in the stock area. Uh, do you want to be you know, weighted in the stock area if you're going to be getting this money in six months and perhaps be using it in six months? They said no. So we figured out all the different investments there, we found uh, a money market. So had it completely out of the stock market. Well, mm. about halfway through spring of 2020, the market tanked and mm. then they got the payout, right? They they could have got 20, 30% lower than what they thought they were getting because they happened to be in the stock market area because we knew uh, they were planning on getting this. The plan was paying out to, you, uh, to them in six months. We just changed the investments to match that risk. And when you have a shorter time frame. You usually don't want to take out as much risk. Now, this might not always happen that way, but for them, they were very happy that we took the time, figured out when is this going to pay out to you? How much risk are you willing to take? And because there was a mismatch, we changed it around to make sure that the investments they had in their plan, because you can, you can make these choices, you can take some control there. But the investments they had in the plan matched up with the risk. And when the market dropped, it turned out it was a good thing that we had done that.
1: Yeah. And, and honestly, I could be wrong on this, but I'm not sure. I remember any time in history where the stock market has just shot up 30% uh, in a very, very short amount of time, unless it was a rebound, right? So, unless mm-hmm. it either went down first, I, I've ne- I don't know if I've ever seen it. Just hey, I've got my stuff in the stock market, and it's you know it's there, and all of a sudden, boom, everything goes up 30%, and everybody's happy about that. Mm-hmm. It it does do the opposite, <laughs> which we've seen, right? It it tanks mm-hmm. down really, really low really quickly. So I think that that's really, really important uh, that you you know obviously had that conversation. And like yeah. I said, I never really thought about the time frame, right? If, if you're only going to be in for six months, don't expect that 30% gain in that six months, but you do need to be wary of a 30% loss just in case, because that yeah. has definitely happened. You never
2: know. And, yeah. and in, in their case, they saw the, the, the drop on the way down, but the account paid out, you know, they just send you a, a check, right? There yeah. was a, a week where the market went up, uh, 20% just in three days, uh, mm-hmm. that was in, um, what was that, uh, late, uh, yeah, late March, late March of 2020, the market had just dropped on a Monday, the next three days, it went up 20% in three days. What if your six month time frame was it paid out to you on that Monday? And then meanwhile, when the market's coming back up, your check's sitting there in the mail waiting for you. So this mm-hmm. whole idea of, um, invest for the long run, let it recover. You might not have had that choice. Uh, That's why it's just really figuring out when's this money going to pay out to you how much risk are you willing to take and if things are Are not matched up. We'll change around you got that choice. You got that ability to
1: yeah, definitely. Yeah
2: Another thing that happens when you hit retirement or uh, you get the severance is you have your 401k and sometimes especially under the the severance area uh, You feel like the 401k has something to do with the old company and you might be a little ticked at the old company Mm. I don't like them anymore. They let me go so I'm going to pull my 401k just to show it to them. Right. <laughs> uh, we, we hear that. We hear that. So don't automatically roll over your 401k or sometimes you meet with an advisor and they say, Oh, guess what? Your 401k is available. Now you can roll that to an IRA. Well, why would that advisor tell you that? Cause the advisor doesn't get paid on the 401k, but they do get paid when mm-hmm. they roll the money to you in right. the IRA. So, and one reason why people even do this rollover of the 401k is they think that the rules on a 401k and an IRA are exactly the same and that's not true Mm -hmm. a lot of people have this age in mind 59 and a half usually you have to wait till 59 and a half to take money out of your traditional IRAs without a 10% penalty well with a 401k it's actually 55 so if you leave your company at the age of 55 or older you can take money from the 401k without the 10% penalty so just imagine we've seen this before uh, just imagine you leave the company for whatever reason you're 55 years old some advisor says hey roll it to an IRA and now it's in the traditional IRA and now it's a 10% penalty until you reach 59 and a half you might have just taken money that was penalty free and locked yourself up for another four four and a half years with that uh, 10% penalty you gotta be uh, careful with that. Uh, interesting uh, story here too. Is we have um, this is actually uh, down in northern Illinois. There's Abbott, AbV. A lot of uh, uh, folks down there, and that's that's a place that's done well. And I had a client from there, and we were telling him this, and he said, "Well, how come all the advisors that do the lunch seminars right next to the Abbey headquarters there, why don't they tell us that?" Said, well, because. <laughs> they're getting paid (laughs) paid when you move it to the ira they're not getting paid if you keep in the 401k and this guy uh that i'm thinking of right now he was about 58 years old and so i said it's fine if you want to move it to a traditional ira you just might want to wait maybe a year and a half two years wait till you get past the 59 and a half why not leave it in the 401k why not leave it available because in case you need it you'd rather get it from the place without the penalty than all of a sudden you lock yourself into something that does have a penalty so if you're Between 55 to 59 and a half, which sounds like a small time frame, you know, four and a half year time frame. There's a lot of people that retire at that age, or they offer these voluntary severances and you take it at that age. Uh, So there's a lot more people than you might think. 55 to 59 and a half. Think twice about rolling over your 401k to that IRA. You may want to uh, keep it in the 401k at least until you turn 59 and a half, because then you avoid that penalty. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah big deal now um, the the last one the last success here is kind of the opposite of a pitfall right we said watch out when you're uh, taking your pension because mm-hmm. you didn't uh, run the scenarios well guess what if you want to make it a successful retirement you run those pension scenarios you do it based on different ages and you'll be able to see here's when my monthly pension max is out here's how much my lump sum grows over time And you can take control you can decide here's the time I'm gonna take my pension here's how I'm gonna take it Uh, and it's just amazing especially when you coordinate it with all those other things we talked about the 401k with Social Security you can coordinate it all together to to make your retirement even better by maximizing when you take your pension when you take your Social Security when you take out your 401k you're not locked in stone on when any of these things happen so if you take the time to run these pension scenarios and you decide This is the age and this is how I'm going to do it. You can set yourself up for a much better retirement than if you had done things kind of automatically, right? So that's a, that's a great thing to do is run those pension scenarios and take control and decide exactly when you're going to take that, that pension.
1: Yeah. Timing is everything. And I think that you've covered that really, really Mm -hmm. well with just those different ideas.
2: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And as you can see from kind of the the pitfalls, the things that could go wrong, the successes, the things that can go right uh it's a lot more than just filling out one form and telling your boss you're going to retire you get only one shot at this right you get one shot at retirement there's no room for mistakes so just find someone who focuses on retirement find a planner that's helped other harley employees retire or deal with those severance packages so we're just going to give you we'll finish up here by just giving you two quick ways to find out uh, if you have the right financial advisor for you right if you're trying to retire or you have the severance from harley davidson how do you even know Uh, if the right financial advisor uh, is there Um, just kind of a characteristic Mm -hmm. is are they a curious financial advisor are they trying to get all the facts right so here's a couple uh, good signs uh, things that they ought to be doing if they're talking about uh, your pension and they're helping you get projections on that pension and they're putting it into a spreadsheet and they're running the numbers and they're comparing it to what else is out there in the market that's probably a good sign that they know what they're talking about and they've got your uh, best interest uh, in mind, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, An advisor that just says, well, roll over the pension and I'll manage it for you. Well, they get paid when they do that. And if that's all they talk about, they might not be thinking about you. uh, But if their first thing out of their mouths is, well, let's, let's get all the facts. Let's get the pension information together. Let's run some projections and let's decide what's best for you. uh, That's a good sign that you're, you're talking with the right advisor. Another good sign, sign number two, is are they projecting out your tax situation in the year you retire or get that severance, right? If you come to them, say, I got the severance, I got the retirement, and all they say is, well, we'll roll over your 401k, we'll roll over the pension, we'll do some investments, you're good to go. Uh, If they're not talking about your tax situation, if they're not giving you ideas on uh, taking the lump sum uh, for your pension or for the severance, if they're not helping you figure out some of these incentive and bonus payments, uh, one thing we didn't talk about is these long-term incentive plans, the short-term incentive plans, those might be paying out to you and causing big tax situations. Deferred comp, uh, stock options, right? If they're not talking about all these different things that affect your taxes, um, they might not be thinking about you either, right? So that's the two things to think about. When you're meeting with an advisor and you're retiring from Harley-Davidson or anywhere, or you're getting this severance uh, package and trying to figure it out, if they are trying to figure out these different projections on your pension, then they're keeping an eye out for you. If they are helping you project out your tax situation, then they're helping you make some good decisions that will benefit you. Those are two things. Mm -hmm. can't promise you that they're going to be a great advisor. But I tell you what, if they're doing those two things, I think you're on the right track.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I know that that's something that you do with everybody that calls you. I mean, as far as when they're talking about their retirement, they're talking about Mm -hmm. what their options are, you take the time to go through it and and. I've worked with you for quite some time, so I can say this, Uh, but knowing that you do that and people that are listening to this podcast are saying, okay, well, I've got an advisor that sounds like he falls in the first category or she falls in the first category. Not exactly. After my best interest, I'd like to talk to Jeremy and his team. Can you give them your phone number? I know we've done it on previous podcasts, but let's remind them what that is so they can give you a call.
2: Yeah, no problem. Well, the easy way right now is just go to harleyretirement.com. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because uh, that's going to have all this information. It's going to have that Harley-Davidson checklist for you. Uh, but otherwise, you can give us a call at 262-333-8353. Or if you're somebody that uh, maybe doesn't work at Harley, just go right to our website, uh, F P K E I L F P dot com. We'd love to talk to you. Perfect.
1: Jeremy, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Eric. You bet. And for all of you listening, thank you for listening to the Retirement Revealed podcast with Jeremy Kyle. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Jeremy comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends, family, and maybe your coworkers. They need to be hearing this. Again, thank you so much for listening today. For everyone at Kyle Financial Partners, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time.
0: Thank you for listening to the Retirement Revealed podcast. Click on the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. Visit retirement-revealed.com to learn more. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Kyle Financial Partners. Kyle Financial Partners does not provide legal, accounting, or tax advice. Consult your attorney or tax professional. Representatives have general knowledge of the Social Security tenets complete details on your situation, contact the Social Security Administration. Kyle Financial Partners is a part of the Thriving Advisor Network, a registered investment advisor. The content has been made available for informational, and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.